Just the ambient noise of me. Yeah. One of those is going to work. Fuck yeah. Lit. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Yoga. You know, for being this unflexible, I am not nearly strong enough. Hmm. Like everyone else that I know that's that not flexible is also incredibly strong. Yeah. Okay. So if your goals are to increase flexibility, then your your weakened state is, is good. So you're you're primed to primed There's to a, to to get your yoga in, get to get yeah, your ha- a, a f- There's no muscular resistance. Like you have something. You know what I mean? If you're if you're super flexible, at least you have something. Like yeah. you're giving up maybe some strength, probably some strength. But but if you're but like super advantage. stiff and really weak, you're just you just suck. Yeah, I'm right there yeah, with you. You, you. But you know, you know what, you know what, you could also do. You know, another another way to 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 to, to suck in a positive way is again continue to use your weakened state, get those ankles behind your head, and that is a progression that will lead to a better place. I would say than just more weight on the barbell. Right. Because if be, I could get my ankles behind my head, my OnlyFans would be fucking popping off. <laughs> No, I'm telling Is you, that you not could, funny. You could be world internet famous if you just stop lifting weights, just focus on flexibility. To that one day, that one day when you can finally fit the tip in. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that is what you're working towards. There's a lot of value in that pose, anyways. I mean, you can recreate the inside of the Anima uh, CD jacket. Uh huh. Yeah. And just be that guy. That's you could. True. That guy exists somewhere, and he's like, "Yeah, that was the thing I did. I was." I put my my legs behind my head, my feet behind my head, and uh, they took a picture. Maynard thought it was really funny, and that's his claim to fame. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, and, I mean, if no one knows who he is, is it really his claim to fame? I mean, whenever he interacts with people, he'll explain that, and they'll be like, "I don't tools a band," and yeah. that's his whole conversation. Yeah, that's that's a good point. He's mostly focused on his vineyards. Is is that listed on LinkedIn? Uh, hey guys, what's going on? We're missing somebody here. We are. We are. Kyle. Ah, fuck him. Whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> we don't, we don't, don't, speak, don't speak ill of the dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, it's, it is, it has been challenging um, because once, once the rigor set in, it was really difficult to move his ankles behind his head. But, uh, but that, that's, that was in his will. That's how he wanted yeah. to be buried. Once we got him there. It actually made it was actually really really easy once we got him there. So he, he knew, and because he was in that position, it was not a coffin traditionally. It was more a a, a mason jar, large size <laughs> mason jar. Yeah, it was again as, as written in his will. He's but in a trunk. He knows if he's in that position uh, with his uh, his dick in his mouth, uh, <laughs> that that was a way he would be happy for all eternity. That's right. And just imagine if he's uh, comes back as a zombie that way. It's a religious practice. What kind of what what kind of what kind of zombie would that be? Not just very stuck threatening. In that position one. all the time. Exactly, exactly. Just kind of hobbling around. Right. How can his you hands. be scared of something that turns you on so much? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Cliff, you moved. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fix the camera frame. Cliff, talk, tell me about tell me about the move that you guys had. You drove Kyle to Los Angeles. Oh sure, yeah. We drove in his car, loaded his teeny Volkswagen, loaded with all the possessions that could be fit in there. Uh, his remaining possessions are uh, in storage at my place, formerly his place, now my place. Drove down there over two days, uh, flew back, and that was a fun. Fun trip. 
Uh, enjoyed all the sights and sounds of California. Have not been there in many years. Got to see all the cool places in uh, in Silver Lake. Got to meet celebrities. Well, see celebrities and kind of creep on them, but uh, not actually not actually meet them. But being in the physical proximity of someone like Jim Rash in a coffee shop was blowing my mind. Do you know who Jim Rash is? No. Okay. He's the dean from Community, and oh, he also wrote go. the screenplay for that George Clooney movie, which he won an Oscar for, and that the name is is uh, is uh, uh, it's not coming to me. What did he write? What did uh, he write? George Clooney movie. He won the Oscar Airport. for the screenplay for it. Uh, Descendants. Descend. Yes, maybe the Descendants. Maybe uh, that is the name of it. I actually didn't see the movie. I'm sorry, Jim. I didn't see that, but uh, I will before we see each other next time. Top listener, Jim Rash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He looks uh, like our core demo. As <laughs> as uh, as a big brother sending your little brother off into the real world, mm-hmm. did you give Kyle any last pieces of advice before he, you know, yeeted himself off into Hollywood? Uh the the chief advice is um no, I, I had nothing to give him. No, there. the main no the main advice that he he was to take in a, in a serious way is to definitely use the first two weeks as an opportunity to connect with all the people he kind of knew there because it'd be so easy to just being alone in a new city with not too many people you know to just hole up for months at a time in your one little room yeah and just be slowly trapped in there in a cocoon of your own semen. So, thankfully, yeah. the thankfully, last thing you want is to move to LA and, cocoon. and establish <laughs> establish nothing but a masturbatorium. That's exactly, just not exactly. exactly. And this especially... opportunity right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, so yes, uh, he's been getting out there, meeting all the reconnecting with all the people that he uh, 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 kind of vaguely knows or knows well who are in the LA area. And uh, seeing a lot of movies at the new Bev, apparently. The new Bev is... fucking rocks. Yes, yes, yes. I used to go there in high school all the time. Awesome, awesome. Now, did Tarantino own it at that, that was point? Before, that was before he bought it to make okay. sure it didn't get shut down. Noise, noise, noise. Because from what I gather, man, the new Bev is just running those, uh, you know, uh, grindhouse-type double features. That's just exactly like, what uh, we would watch. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, a, that's actually where I saw the entire uh, Vengeance trilogy in Ooh, one sitting. Not, oh, yeah. shit. That was pretty wild. That has got to be an experience. That it was, it was j- fucking crazy. Vengeance trilogy from Chanwook Park, uh, listeners. If you have not, if you've not seen that, very worth checking out. Sympathy for Mister Vengeance, yeah. Old Boy, the real masterpiece. Yeah, mm-hmm. and sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Did they? Um, I mean, I, I don't know how. I don't know whether they've changed anything at New Bev or not. But the last time I was there was like ten plus years ago. At least longer than that, probably. Same. Uh, they had the same old shitty popcorn maker the same selection of like shitty movie candy and like just a soda machine. I don't know if they've updated that or not. I don't I, know if they should update it. I don't think they should. I've not been in there, so I don't know, but I don't think they should. That uh the just the very vintage feel playing things only on 35mm having not having all the fancy things we're used to expecting in a uh, concessions wise in a movie theater there i'm fine with that i'm fine with that i've got i've got advice chase do you have advice for for kyle before i before i give my advice do you have advice for kyle yeah um look to the east on the dawn of the fifth day um and there i'll be did you recently watch two towers no i just want him to know that. that you just have that in your head yeah i think that's good cryptic advice and it might pay off there might be something towards the east. <laughs> Fuck. Probably won't fucking be me. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, you dead bitch. 
yeah, my advice to Kyle is always carry on cash because dispensaries at in Los Angeles are cash only. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to have your ID and your cash available so you can buy as much drugs as you want. And not so not jacked on the street. Actually, not true. Not true. They're taking credit cards now. Whoa, a lot of them are. Went a to, lot has changed yes, recently. Yes, yes, yes. Went to, I think, no, I think Since both. No, no, no. Both, both dispensaries we went to and are down there took credit cards. I've got some suggestions for dispensaries in LA near where he lives as well. Because oh, yes. that's, where, that's mm-hmm. where, hypothetically speaking, I would also have purchased my legal marijuana if i was doing that in los angeles so you know since that's where i would be hanging out near where he lives now Fuck yeah so what is your what is your advice what is the dispensary advice uh i've heard there's one called green wolf that's pretty Whoa. pretty legit Whoa, no free clout no free clout for any businesses that oh, yeah. aren't giving us money yeah, that's right sorry sorry <laughs> i would go to bleep and then there you go there you go we'll tell you out the yeah, yeah yeah anyway uh Legal marijuana aside, I'm sure Kyle's going to have a great time. You sound like a cop. <laughs> Legal reefer aside, yeah. sure Kyle's going to have a good time. Yes, it's a, well, you put you can't put that aside, though. I think that was ultimately... I think the whole making movies thing was just sort of a lie. I think he's just wanting to move to illegal weed territory and yeah. hang out there on vacation for a couple of years, the and biggest, then we'll come back. The biggest shame is that he's, of course, going to die from coronavirus... Dude, and uh, the timing could not have been worse for him. That's yeah. true. That's true. It goes right in the epicenter. It's so much denser there in Austin. There's a little bit more space. So you're not shoved up against people well, all the time. We have the heat. We have the heat going for us. And as you all know, the heat will kill this virus because viruses can't survive in the heat. Yeah. Doctor Donald Trump said that. So it's big facts. I don't know. It sounds like it could make sense to me. I, I, I hope. I hope some part of that is true. <laughs> I hope so too, because. Uh, yeah, man, it seems uh seems pretty uh pretty shitty. Well, yeah, it could be it could be one of those things like the flu where everyone gets it in the cold months in the winter because the D three is low and everyone's immunity mm-hmm. is low there. So it might be a matter that if you can just tough it out till the summertime, get those make get, it to thaw out season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was literally the the sun was hidden behind clouds all day yesterday except for one brief thirty minute period. I was out and that there. Period, I stood out in the sun. Lifting my arms up, getting that pale, pasty flesh on the underside of my arms, which rarely, rarely gets the sun. That's that's where you get yeah. maximum vitamin D. You can hear coverage. the mm. you can hear the voice of of the sun in your ear. Show me your butthole, Cliff. Oh, yes. I want to see your butthole. Cliff. That that is it. That is the key. We finally found it. That's why we've been talking about sunning the butthole all this time. The key to <laughs> protecting yourself, defeating the coronavirus. As it will turn out is, and we'll only find this out after the fact, that no one who sunned their butthole got coronavirus. I would take Global. that bet mm-hmm. every day of the week yep, that yep, yep. no one who sunned their butthole on a regular basis is going to get coronavirus. I'm going to, I would, I will, I will, that is the hill I will die on. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a, I have a theory that the people that are sunning their butthole probably have a such a variety of other diseases and problems that the <laughs> coronavirus is the least of their problems. They probably don't even notice. They probably don't even notice. They're like, <coughs> uh, anyways. We can't we can't count venereal diseases here. Oh, okay. Only pandemics. Just Only pandemics. serious <laughs> pandemics. And for that, I think they are covered. I mean, yeah. you're Cliff. Chase and I are transplants here. We're we're the type of people that moved to Austin and have ruined it for everybody else. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome, Austin. Um, are you are you happy? 
that for the first time in like 25 years, South by Southwest isn't happening. Isn't it 34? 35 uh, years, whatever it is. Uh, alas, alas, I am not. Alas, I am not. I wish I could be more sunny about this or have more jokes, but no, that is real, really, really sucks hard. Really, Even though, even though they priced it out of the range where a fan... You know, someone who doesn't have a movie playing can really buy a badge, like a thousand dollars for a film badge, way more than that. If you want the music and film and all that, so yeah, I was I was not planning on attending, but the dream is always there. The dream that if of uh, so many people's you know music and film careers are just sort of all planned around this one week about all the bars and restaurants, which are kind of probably financially planning around, oh, we'll, we've been in the red for a couple months here, but we can count on the yeah, South by Southwest week. We're going to make $100,000 this weekend, yeah. Yeah, so everyone's plans are fucked up on the artistic side, music, movies, fucking the interactive stuff. It's fucked up on the business's side. So yeah, I don't know too many upsides to this, except for... No traffic. No traffic. There you go. There you, there go. you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, for the first time, I actually had, uh, I had tickets... To go to or whatever passes whatever whatever you get to be able to do the south by thing i had passes and stuff i was supposed to go for work and uh it's not it's not happening what type though. of an activation does cellucor do for right we weren't doing any type of activation. you guys were just going like it was like a learning thing like we were going to some of the the seminars and uh guest guest speakers and whatnot yeah can i make a suggestion for an activation for next year you know yeah go for it i'm down take I'm all ears take a bar <clears throat> build a facade that is like the front of one of the C4 cans. Mm-hmm. So people are opening it and coming into a jar of C4, like a tub of C4. Yeah. Cover everything in like, you know, the C4 powder. So there's just piles of C4. Have giant sized scoops that you could sit in that are like your seats. Yeah. So it literally is as if you are inside of a tub of C4. That's as far as I got. We've literally we've literally mapped that out before. Have you really? Yeah, we've really wanted to do that. Uh we also wanted to have something in there that gave it like a, a tingling sensation. Like feels like ants are crawling all over you. Good. Mm. <clears throat> I think it's really expensive. Um and we haven't figured quite out how to do that without like is there just legal enough, waivers having not to be enough signed. C4 in the world to Oh make there's that plenty happen, of or? C4 in the world, my friend. <laughs> Can't just you can't just circulate that through the air supply, <laughs> aerosol it. No, that's radically dangerous. We'd have to have everybody at South by sign a waiver before they came. Hell yeah, yeah. That's how you know. That's how you set yourself apart. You're like, you know what, guys? Your fifteen hundred dollar pass isn't enough here. Uh, we also need you to legally sign away your your rights because uh, we might fucking kill you. <laughs> we, we won't kill you, but if you you'd get beta alanine in your eyes, like that's gonna burn. You'd have a line ar- around the block if if. <laughs> If it was like C4, we might fucking kill you. You would literally have a line around the block. I'd love that stance. I'm telling you, C4 really does need to. Someone needs to take this. Some pre-workout brand needs to take this. And C4 as a market leader really should be the first to lead here. Someone does need to officially brand their pre-workout, the highest end pre-workout. Blue, blue crystals there as the blue meth from Breaking Bad doing the co-branding. Yeah, I think it's enough of a pop cultural thing that people detach it from the uh, from the you know the actual death and drug problems and all that. I think everyone can have a good sense of humor about it. So I think finally have Walter White there. Yeah, bald, yeah right I'll, I'll pitch it, but I can guarantee you I'll get fired. I think I think every <laughs> I think everyone should really lean into the. Um, you should you should make the you should make the supplement version of every 
epidemic of every problem, right? So you, you obviously the meth problem, you could make that a pre-workout. You should have some sort of like melatonin supplement that's no, like your opiate. No, or yeah, that, that, that's your heroin there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, what would crack be? This is not us. This is not the C4 <laughs> stance. I don't agree with anything that's being uh, stated. You can oh, find oh, all oh, these hey, things right now hey, on eBay. A uh, a a uh, a crack based uh, ammonia ammonia smelling ammonia. There it is. Yep. That's your. That's like your. Uh, that that's that's like your your speed or mm-hmm. uh, you know potentially smelling salts. Smelling. Yeah yeah yeah. Your bath salts. Your bath salts is just smelling salts. It's oh, just shit. ammonia packs. Oh shit. Okay. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Because you want to you want to bite someone's face off so or it, lift that weight. That has to be on the fucking label. So intense. You'll either set a PR or eat your coach's face off. Uh, seven out of eight. Florida men recommend this. That's is... actually a really good rating system right there. It's like <laughs> nine out of ten Florida men agree. This is the best crack they've ever this tasted. This is the best bath salts they, they may or may not have ever consumed. Yeah. Plus, at least for the next three months there, you should just start labeling every product as uh, 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 will we'll, uh, we'll protect you from the coronavirus. Because by the time the lawsuits come in of people who have taken it and got the coronavirus they'll all be dead so they won't be able to sue you so you'll be you'll be safe so it's just start a, start putting those on bold the strategy right now it's mm-hmm. a bold strategy bold ass strategy emphasis on ass are you guys changing your behavior at all for coronavirus uh not really the only thing i've done the only thing i've done is no, my, my normal rate of hand washing which is uh, never once a week. <laughs> which is never has been has been bumped up to like to like I'll, I'll wash my hands like two or three times a day. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Can't wait for this whole coronavirus thing to blow over so I don't have to wash my hands again. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. God damn. Because uh-huh. then it gets complicated. Because okay, you wash your hands with all this harsh soap, but now your hands are dry. So now you got the lotion to lotion your hands. Now you got the lotion out. You're thinking, what do I normally use the lotion for? That distracts from things. So it's a whole process. So just washing your hands the once just leads to like a nightmare of like at least three hours of wasted time. Just, and shame. I can just picture the the office. Where's Cliff at? We had a, we had an eleven o'clock meeting. I don't know, but he went to see. He said he was going to go wash his hands like two hours ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The uh, the bathroom at at his office is a cum cocoon now. So. <laughs> I don't know why they keep jergens inside the <laughs> men's restroom at a public workplace. Yeah, there was like, um, hey, did did you add the industrial-sized jergens to the men's bathroom? Or, no, I thought you did. I thought I thought, I thought thought we asked, I thought HR had a request in there for that. I don't know what, what that's Cliff? all about. <laughs> yeah. And it's just the fucking Randy Marsh from uh, the internet episode <laughs> of South Park. He's like, oh, oh He's no. a ghost. He's a ghost. He's a spooky ghost. Spooky ghost. <laughs> chase have you changed your your behavior or habits at all uh because of the coronavirus threat yeah yeah um you know i've always washed my hands i'm a big believer in washing hands Uh, i like to not have smelly hands um but what i have been doing is i have to go to heb a lot because i eat a fuck ton of food and heb is like a breeding ground for the types of folks that have coronavirus <laughs> so what i've been doing in the Jesus past Christ. depends on the heb <laughs> yeah, different hebs have different clientele that's very true not all hebs are created equally but not, mine definitely not all hebs <laughs> mine's definitely a breeding ground for coronavirus and what i've been doing the past two weeks uh since we got back from Wadapalooza is anytime i see someone cough or sneeze i 
assault them, drag them into the back of my car, and I drop them off at the the nearest the nearest emergency room. Um, and that's just kind of my vigilante way of helping out with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got a lot of elderly women in the back of my car. <laughs> Here's how you can tell the difference uh, between HEBs here, quality HEBs, is the kinds of people you see wearing leggings. That is oh, the yeah. main difference. Holy because shit. in the high quality, high quality HEBs, <laughs> high you quality. see people coming out of yoga class, you know, young, fit people in leggings. And in the, the lower quality HEBs, you see, you know, a mother Me. in there with like four kids and her leggings are barely containing, you know, three meters wide of, uh, of stuff there. So I would say that's the main difference is look for the leggings, measure the ratio of uh, yoga class versus mother who's kind of too lazy to put on jeans at this moment here and is trying to you know get her annoying kids in line that that is the difference that is the difference <laughs> jesus christ that's a painful line to walk but uh mm-hmm. i walk the line i walk, I walk that line <laughs> uh other than that the only i mean in reality the only thing that's changed is like now i have to work from home because they've issued out some type of uh work from home bullshit because I'm apparently going to get the coronavirus at work. I don't know. I don't really know what the, the like, reason is. It turns is. out um, we've actually been manufacturing coronavirus in our factories at the same time as we were making this pre-workout. So definitely don't go into the office. Don't go I have into no the idea. office. But yeah, that's that's going to change. So that'll All be right. interesting. That's pretty, that's pretty interesting. I, I I don't think I've changed too much behavior. You don't I leave I the already anyway. Yeah, I already sequester myself. I'm already I've been on like a two year long quarantine, mm. so it's been going pretty well. I gotta say, um, no, it's been it's been. Fine. I wash my hands a little bit more aggressively than I was before, but I've always been like a big hand washing guy anyway. Um, and I'm tra- well, like Katie and I are traveling a lot in the oh, next yeah. few weeks, so we've got a lot of travel, international well, travel. We're going to Montreal next week. The week after that, we're going to Del Mar, two different CrossFit events, like two different sanctionals. So we're going to be meeting and and sort of interacting with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. The why why bother cancel South by Southwest when you know clearly you and Katie are going to bring back the disease uh, from all over yeah. the world. We're going to bring back multiple times. Yeah, we're going to bring the the French Canadian version exactly of, of yeah, coronavirus to uh, to the U.S. It's going to be so sick. That Paul Tremblay special Paul, edition <laughs> yeah. coronavirus. The ADL Paul Tremblay. Mm-hmm. I think especial. If Paul Tremblay gets coronavirus, it goes through him and passes on to you. It will kill you within days because he's a hoss. Or it's going to make me way stronger. As it turns out, the French Ideally. Canadian one though, the only cure for that particular strain is raw milk reblochon. So uh, the, for some reason, the bacteria that grows in it is actually the uh, is the vaccine ready made in nature. Everyone's <laughs> just waiting to discover it yet. But it'll be when all those Frenchies in the cheese shops again, no, no cases of coronavirus. Same with the people who sun their buttholes. Christ, That's butthole good. sunners, yeah. raw milk cheese eaters. You, and you never would have guessed there was any sort of overlap on that Venn diagram. But there it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I fell into a uh, into a subreddit post about a. Uh, uh-oh. the coronavirus last night which subreddit um i don't think it was an uh austin subreddit but it was it was something like that it was like local news or some shit but they were talking about uh how the coronavirus in china has lowered the greenhouse emissions because people are quarantined uh and not out doing like stupid shit like they normally are Hell like yes. existing <laughs> so it's turned down <laughs> so it's turned down the greenhouse emissions by like 25 percent. so what you're saying is this is the new uh, 
uh, and this it, is the new environmental move is quarantine yourself. So, so there's that. And then in that same thread, someone was like, oh, also this, uh, what was his name? He was like from Iran. He was like the butcher of something. He was some bad fucking terrorist dude, but he passed away from uh, COVID-19 from uh, coronavirus. Uh, so everyone's just like, hey, you know, he rapes and he saves. He rapes <laughs> and he saves. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're saying it's not all bad. Actually, it has occurred to me here how the coronavirus will end civilization in the world. It's not how people expect it to be. As it turns out, we are well overdue for an ice age or for a new glacial. We've been we've been like a thousand years overdue for it. That's in okay. which case, uh, you know, we'll have you know all of North America covered in a mile thick of ice. It won't be good for anybody. It'll be, be lots for the Canadians. lots lots of death. As it turns out, here's my hypothesis: that the only reason we haven't had that ice age yet is because of our steadily increasing use of greenhouse gases, keeping it holding that off. So, as it turns out, we're just barely holding off that ice age. This, this one season, normally uh, leading into the summer, uh, greenhouse gas emissions will be so down, because everyone, no one will be driving, no one will be traveling, that that'll be just the tipping point we need to be, uh, you know, covered in blizzards, have the saber-toothed cats be resurrected from the... uh, (laughs) From the frozen tundras yes. where they still are. And this is the type of science that I am interested in. Mm-hmm. I love this. This sounds like some Mike Pence shit right here. <laughs> so as it turns out, we need we need everyone to drive those SUVs. Even if you're not going anywhere, if you're not traveling, just take your gas-guzzling SUV into the driveway and just floor it till the tank goes empty. And then just <laughs> do sure. that again and again. Just Because that's the only way. That's the only way just, we're going to save civilization yeah, I've been from the encroaching ice. With all of my neighbors' giant... Uh, jacked up trucks i've mm. just been putting bricks in front of the tires flooring it and putting a brick on top of the on top of the gas pedal and yeah it's very loud in my neighborhood it's right now music to my ears. <laughs> uh yeah yeah i think it's i think the, the coronavirus thing is uh it's, 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 inter- it's interesting i think I, it I rapes know, and it saves i don't know if uh i don't know if it's necessarily the best idea to just go out and buy all the toilet paper you can find because Apparently, that's the first thing that's going to go when all of civilization shuts down. I think that's that's what people are scared of happening, like all of civilization hmm. shutting down because of the coronavirus. Uh, I have been repeatedly assured that we're going to be just fine. And Who's I'm, assuring you this? Uh, you know, people like the government and government agencies, very trustworthy people. So You see that Elon tweeted out? Did you see what he tweeted out about yeah, the, the coronavirus? The, no. the panic is uh, is <laughs> he overblown. Says, no, he just said uh, the panic about the coronavirus is dumb, and that's it. No it's context. Dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. No, that's fucking up all his shit, man. That is a very Elon thing to say. I mean, I also, if I was in his position, I would also be upset about the panic um, from the coronavirus dropping his stock price thirty percent in over Yeesh. the course of a week. Ooh, this is the time to buy. This is the time to buy. Everyone get uh, get your uh, empty your savings accounts, dump it all into the stock market while we're at the bottom here. I'm sure it won't go any lower. <laughs> do not do I not am, act on this advice as if it is from professionals. I am slightly concerned that it's way worse than what they're making it out to be. Well, okay, so realistically speaking, the risk of and the dogs agree with this, the risk of the uh, like the real problem with coronavirus isn't getting it, it's spreading it. Right. So uh, the 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 risk at hand is really low for any of us individually, but super fucking high for the entire system. 
right? Which is why the whole idea of like fucking cancel everything, work from home for the next two months, don't see anybody, don't talk to anybody, don't travel is the advice that you know my preferred way to be actually that's that's the word that's the life i have chosen for myself uh that's why right because individually it doesn't really matter on average if you get it it matters if you spread it to a bunch of people yeah don't Um, be a dick but at the same time you know i think i think the argument for like like i said freaking out and buying all the toilet paper you can (laughs) you know and i'm a toilet paper mommy like i don't (laughs) I don't I don't particularly care uh, to see events canceled. I think it's I think the argument against it is like, yeah, economically, it's it's a nuclear bomb going off uh, in those local communities. But at the same time, like if you're preventing a thousand nuclear bombs going off in the future because you you set this one off right now, I guess the argument is true. The problem is that only you can only you can only evaluate whether that works or not later later. Right, if we're here, and so it just becomes it becomes this really weird uh, situation where you, you don't you don't really know whether you're right or wrong, so you kind of have to err on the side of, you know, either super cautious or very laissez. Yeah, you know, I can feel how shitty my mobility is, just in like I'm facing this way, but looking at Armin, completely fine. This is a workout, like turning my oh, body yeah. this way, so much harder. Oh, I have a similar thing. I can't I can't say it was due to working out, but uh, yes, turning my head one way or the other is incredibly painful right now. It's like only this... to be worsened if uh Yeah. Okay. I, Wait, I what know. did you what did you do to yourself that that you're turning your head is painful? It's called a, oh, living a life as it, a it, large It's man. called it, well, Chase is sore due to working out too much. I'm sore due to working out not at all. Oh, nice. So that's nice. that. That's what I need to do there. Yeah. Get the blood flowing. Find it, that balance. It is a really cool spectrum that that happens when you when you work out. Your uh, Bowie your, says Bowie says you guys all need to work out way more. When you when you work out, your tolerance for being sore is like super high. It's like on this part of the spectrum, like far over to the right. You're like, man, I'm my legs are fucked. I'm so sore all the time. And then there's like the sweet spot in the middle where it's like living's okay. I'm all right with this, <laughs> man. I can touch my toes, kinda, and I can walk up flights of steps and nothing hurts. And then it's like, I wonder if I just keep resting and not work out at all. So then far on the left, there's also I'm in great pain because my muscles are so atrophied that everything makes me sore. Right. Yeah. It's a circle where every point is wubba lubba dub dub. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, because like uh, with with people that used to work out at the gym at like an elite level, like Orion and Andy, uh, they are like competing at regionals for CrossFit. Then they stop doing CrossFit altogether, and they're like, "I am fucking way more sore than I ever am, and I'm not doing anything." Like every like just waking up hurts, and it's just this. Uh, it's just a really funny continuum. Like yeah. there's no avoiding Shit. the soreness. So is it like heroin, where if you <laughs> stop taking, you need to keep taking it? forever or else you'll have to suffer those withdrawal symptoms and who wants to do that once again i'm not sure if that's scientifically sound but sure i think i think what they're both missing is just some quality uh it time in the sun with their butthole yep. is there a crossfit detox facility do we have an intervention for crossfit finally yeah. get someone yeah, off it's called jujitsu that's mm. the only way to get around it nice not 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 that not that far from the truth um yeah i'm in this really strange position right now where my feet are behind my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, where any sort of exercise does like does a lot 
for my body. It just it's, it's like, oh, great. Like we're back at it. Feels nice. Like I, I start like filling up a little bit and, you know, leaning out like really quick. But also any amount of exercise fucking wrecks my life for mm-hmm. some reason. Like I'm just tired for three days afterwards. So uh, there's definitely that's 100 percent my fault. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and take credit for that. Uh, mm-hmm. There's definitely something or many, many some things that I'm doing very wrong. I, but, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to fix it or I'm not sure if I really want to try and fix it. Maybe just working out once a week from now is my thing. This, this was my third, third or fourth Wadapalooza with you. Um, we just got back from Wadapalooza not that long ago. And I remember before we left is when we found out that we were qualifying for the Mac and that team training would be beginning. And I remember talking to Linda, like, well, I'll be able to find like uh, a place to work out. It's not like a big deal. Like I'll, I'll be able to work out with somebody. Maybe I can like drag someone to do it with me. She's like, why, why don't you get Armin? He probably would like to work out. And I was like, <laughs> no, he's not going to work out. There's that's, no way in hell. That's very true. And Cause every year he's does like the same thing. Like Thursday he's like, yeah, we could probably find time to work out. And then like Sunday's there. He's like, I've, I haven't even eaten. I haven't <laughs> slept. And I don't want to fucking ever work out chase. You should know this. Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent fact. There's not there. I always go into events, uh, travel events over the weekend, feeling really, really excited to like, you know, I'm gonna wake up half an hour early and I'm just gonna do a bunch of push ups and sit ups and squats and I'll get my workout in and you know start my day off strong. And then uh, it literally never happens. It, it events with Armin always feel very similar to like a Rick and Morty adventure, like. <laughs> He's Rick. Quick adventure, 20 minutes in and out. He's Rick, and I'm Morty, and he's just like, it'll be different this time, I promise you. Come on, get in here, you little bitch. And yeah. then halfway through, I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, and then geez, when it's, Rick. When it's all over, we we sit down in, on, in the airport, and she's like, oh, God, what happened? I can't believe, did you see that guy? That guy almost killed us. What the fuck was that? I was not in control of that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. That was fun. Um, shit. Exercise, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's whack. It's it's wash. You know what I mean? It's not fun at all. It's it, that's that ain't it. It's not it, chief. Uh, speaking of exercise, mm-hmm. Chase, you're you're going to the Mac. We're going to the Mac. The what? road We're... to the Mac Mid Atlantic CrossFit oh, Challenge, okay, yeah. and it is in exactly five weeks. Shit. How are you feeling? I feel super sore today, uh, but feeling good. Um, yeah, we, we qualified, we qualified for the Mac in third place, Cliff. Fuck yeah. Yeah. In an event that does not invite super teams. Hmm. It does. Oh, it does? Uh, well, there oh. goes, there goes Chase's chances of making it to the CrossFit. It has standing invites for the, the podium, not the podium, the top 10 teams from the CrossFit games. That's every year. team last year. Yes. Because there was only fucking 13 teams. So wait, did ex- any of them accept? Uh, I believe... Invictus accepted. Which one? There were three of them last year. Exactly. I don't know which one it is. Their own is just Invictus, so it's not X and it's not Boston. Uh-oh. And the only way to qualify is winning a sanctional. So Correct. Okay, okay, okay. Are you guys... Or being second place to a team that has already... That's true. That's or third qualified. place to a team that... Two teams that have already qualified. That's not bad. <laughs> I, uh, or third place. I'll right? have to go back through the uh, back through the leaderboard, but yeah, I mean, or ninth place to eight teams that have already it, qualified. It's a it's a fucking stacked field. I mean, it's a CrossFit sanctional, so I mean, you don't get to just show up and get your ticket to the games. But uh, you know, depending on the workouts, I feel very good about our chances. If there's a max snatch or a very heavy snatch ladder, like we're probably going to have a bad time. But if it's anything else, 
I feel pretty Don't confident. Don't put that shit out into the universe, bro. I put it out there. Yeah, reverse psychology with the universe. But yeah, man. Uh, so we've been doing some team training the last couple of weeks. Uh, I guess technically this week is the first real week that we've had all four members in the same city training. Um, yesterday was our first day with the worm. Like legit like worm workout. Did you did you try any of the workouts I sent you? We have not. Not yet. Brittle. And you have an authentic we worm there? We have five weeks. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, we have a traditional worm, and then we also have uh, the traditional four person worm, and then we also have the slug, which was used at the twenty thirteen games. Maybe it was like the two person one. It was three, three, three people. One. It was back when the teams were teams of six, um, and all they all, all I think they did with it was like lunge. They'd like run and lunge with it, uh, but we've been using it. They try to like uh, as like a trainer worm, like to get ready for the real thing because the slug's a little bit lighter than the actual worm. Um, but yeah, yeah, it fucking sucks. I, for, I forgot how much it sucks uh, and was quickly reminded whenever it like nearly ripped off my ear on the first day of picking it up. Um, yeah, I'm, my, my body is wrecked. My body is wrecked, wrecked. Good. It's a good sign. Um, you know, you, you go into team training thinking that you're going to be the rich ferning of the team mm-hmm. and then you quickly find out that you're more like a, uh, you're more like the camera guy, really. You're the... <laughs> You're more like not even Dre though. You're like the the other camera guy that was filming when Dre Ben. Yeah, there you go. I'm Ben, and I'm like, hey Rich, did you know you could tie your shoelaces a different way? And you're like, I don't I don't know why the fuck I even said that. Much like I think much like Ben, you're like, hey Rich, I've got a really big deadlift. And he's like, I lapped you in this workout. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Thanks. Um, shout out to Ben. Yeah. So it's it's been fun like working through the kinks of that. but it is it's definitely brutal it's brutal what is uh you know if you don't mind me asking what are the secrets right what is what's the workout that you guys did what did you guys do that has wrecked you so badly because you train more than anybody i I know that's not true you know rich ferning i mean on a in like an actual (laughs) sense of i know them oh Oh, you didn't know chase he's going to be the fourth member of the podcast except in kyle's absence he's moving down here just for this that's super sick ever since those tornadoes ruined all of cookville uh, so <laughs> I don't. I was <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's too soon. Too tsunami. Um, yesterday we started out with a clean ladder, uh, so it was like five reps at one eighty-five, uh, four reps at two hundred five, three reps two twenty-five, two reps at two forty-five, and then one at two sixty-five, and it was like full cleans. So we did that uh, one time through as full cleans and one time through as power cleans. Uh, so that was like, just like kind of start, get your like CNS kind of like woken up, woken is that a word? Mm-hmm. And then we moved on to some synchro barbell work, um, but super lightweights just working on like, uh, locking out at the same time. So it was like male, male pairs, male, female pairs, just doing some thrusters, shoulder to overhead, overhead squats, um, getting that stuff down. We did some synchro deadlifts, like partner deadlifts, just to get our spacing right. Because on our team, it's basically me and T- uh, Taylor Deering are super tall. We're like, I'm like six foot. She's maybe 5'11". And then our other two athletes are regular CrossFitters. They're like 5'6", five, 5'7", five, I think. Um, so we have to kind of change how we grip the the barbell for deadlifts. Um, so Zach, our, our other male, has to have like a really wide stance. And then I'm really narrow. So like my lockout's at his hips and my lockout's like mid-thigh for me. Um so just like little things like that we're working the bugs out of. Um, but the workout that like kicked our ass was um, basically just 
think of every every movement you can do with the worm. Um, so deadlifts, burpees, uh, clean and jerks, uh, shoulder to overhead push presses, thrusters, and squats. We did 20 reps of each of those. Uh, but in between each 20 rep um, movement, we had to do like either a run as a team, rowing as a team, or uh, assault calorie assault bike calories jesus yeah yeah it was bad it wasn't bad it, it out of my team training sessions especially like remembering back to regionals like our some of our first ones there it was like worlds better than how we started out there like back then like if we had thrusters we'd be like all right everybody ready and then like we'd get to like three reps and someone would be crushed by the worm and we'd be like fuck restart <laughs> um or like we'd be doing clean and jerks and be like all over the gym, but we were pretty, uh, we were pretty on point. I was, I was super, I was super happy with how it went. Um, it was a good, like, uh, good training session. Cause you felt like positive afterwards. You didn't feel like, oh fuck, we are going to eat shit at Mac. It was more like, I think we can do this. I think, I think if the worm gets thrown at us, we might be able to do all right. Um, so that's good. It was super good. Um, but still, like, we need to use the actual worm. That was with the slug. Once we use the actual worm, I'll feel a little bit more confident. Because, it is, like, it might be, in total, maybe 50 pounds heavier. But, like, that will make a difference. Sure. For sure. Um, yeah. I, I'm curious. Is there, you know, CrossFitters don't really do a ton of side-to-side or twisting stuff. But the worm is a lot of side-to-side and twisting stuff. Yeah. Me, me and Deering are, like, way better built for that. So, like... Uh, Zach and Hobbs are other two, other two athletes. Like they're traditional CrossFitters. Like they'll fuck you up in chest bar and bar muscle ups, ring muscle ups, cleans for time. Like they're very good at that type of stuff. They're super fast, uh, super built for it. Uh, but me and Deering are just like larger athletes, but we're also just, I guess maybe the words, maybe a little bit more like unorthodox. Like she has really good positioning. I don't have good positioning, but we can both like lift stuff in very unconventional ways and be okay. Um, so it's like kind of like we have two strong people for the worm and then two people that can just like keep up with like the the fuckness that is the worm. Like it demands a lot of fitness uh, or it demands a lot of like strength. And luckily they have the fitness to offset their strength like differences. Um, yeah, but it is a lot of twisty herky jerky movements. I know last week when we were testing out with just me and the two other females, they were really wrecked the next day, but I was kind of okay because I'm just used to Herky jerky movements. You're used to list, lifting with your lower back in a jerking, twisting motion. Yeah, it's my favorite way to move. Um, so yeah, it's like, have you ever fucked with a sandbag or a yoke or uh, like fucking atlas stones? And if you fucked with those, you'll probably be okay. It'll still suck, but it's more like my my sucks more because like I'm losing the skin off my ears and my shoulders. That's You're like, like that's I quit my... wrestling so oh, I don't man. have to deal with this shit again. That's yeah. right. The ears on the worm there. That's right. Yeah, like last week I had like partial cauliflower ear on my right side. Hell yeah. But it's uh it's all good now. Imagine, now I got it on my left. Imagine how much worse it was when it was actually the, the logs that made up the yeah, worm. What the fuck the were they thinking? That's stupid. Mm-hmm. We were gotta <laughs> wear headgear for that. We were also talking about how originally when they brought out the yoke at the CrossFit games, they used the yoke that didn't have legs. It was just Weight yeah, the, suspended the, from the side. The first, the first time they did the yoke carry was like a, a freestand. It was like the weights were were hanging off of with like a chain or a cable. Yeah, or something. and if you got off balance, you would eat Die. shit and then have the back of the bar smash you in the head. 
it's pretty fucking great it's actually so dumb there's a lot of really funny uh i think that was 2012 i want to say mm-hmm. they did that it did not seem maybe safe. 2011 I'd like to see a compilation video of that with the uh was it the benny hill music playing underneath <laughs> it that would be something <laughs> copyright <Yeah>. strike <laughs> yeah sorry damn sorry, it Armin. dude that's not funny i've been demonetized i've had two videos in the past week demonetized by youtube and three in the past month and i don't know what the fuck is going on because they won't tell you why they just say it's not it's not suitable for advertisers and then when you request a review they just send you a confirmation email that says yep we looked at it it definitely isn't okay for advertisers no reasoning no nothing so i I don't even know what to change you know your face you know this wear a mask i think that uh is it does YouTube have I mean, does Google have employees here and is it that I think uh, Adam Curry was mentioning on the Joe Rogan podcast that YouTube has its employees in Austin as the video reviewers. I, I remember him mentioning that. Yeah. So you could probably find the person who reviewed your video oh, okay. uh, and demonetized it riding on a scooter down the streets in Austin at some Those point. Fucking if only cunts. If only you could find that. If only you <laughs> could find this. I know. I know. But I'm saying, Armin, you should you should do some sleuthing and track down the fella who sent you. Get some hackers. I know you have to have some hacker friends hackers, there. Yeah, who are all into. Fucking... You know what? I bet you. I bet you they do. What's a what's like a CrossFit competitor? F forty. I bet you they do F forty five. Those yeah, maybe those buttholes. You know, it feels very know. much like a scene from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to mm-hmm. find the people there talking shit about you. Hey, is this you? Are you are you Big Dick sixty nine four twenty XXX? Yeah, yeah, come here. I'm gonna fucking beat your ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope. But uh, I don't think I'm gonna do that. I'm actually just kind of hoping that they won't demonetize my shit anymore. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, those people are using the scooters, Armin. Things happen Track to people scooters. on scooters. Things and happen. So, so, what you're saying is go with like a, a brute force approach and just just ruin every scooter, every scooting person's day. Until I get scoot, the right scoot. person. Yeah, yeah. If they're if they're in the right demo, if you have like a sixty year old woman who's riding a scooter, and I haven't seen any, but probably not a YouTube video reviewer. If you have a you know a ten year old child, also probably not a video reviewer. Everyone else though, fucking run them off. The I'm road. just so confused because the first one that got demonetized was the interview with Matt Fraser. That was whack. Which mm. has no reason to be demonetized. We did not even touch on a single controversial topic. I think we did a lot of leg spreading, though. Like It might have been just the, the ratio of mine and yours crotches to the screen. That could be. Were it. there any curse words at all? Of in course there? there were curse words, because we're fucking adults. Yeah, yeah. I think again, yeah. demonetized just now. But I've watched, I've watched videos with curse words in it that have ads all over the fucking place. So I don't think curse words are the thing. Well, is it? They might. Well, shit. Do they just not run ads on things with curse words? Do they just I've, not give you any I money? Watched, I watched. No, I watched. Uh, uh, demonetized means that they, they it's not suitable for advertisers. So they, they cannot run ads on it. They don't run ads on it at all. And they also bury it. So they don't. Nobody Does it have anything it. to do with the, 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 the new kid stuff? Um, like, no, all my all my stuff is is uh, not made for kids. It's it says specifically not made, made for, for kids. kids. Yeah. So Sick. I don't know. I don't understand what the uh, I don't know what's going on because I watch a lot of YouTube content and, you know, money, much of the content that looks like mine, you know, a talking face covering some sort of topic or a podcast or an interview or something has plenty of curse words in it. And those are monetized up the ass. It's such a perplexing question that they ask because they say 
is this made for kids? Not, did you make this and would it be appropriate for kids? It's, was this made? It's like, no, I didn't set out with the intent of making content for kids. But if they watch it, I don't think it'll be that bad for them. That's what the question should be. I just, yeah, I don't know. Overall, it, it's it's a big bummer. I just wish that they were more clear with, you know, because the review, it, it, so it happens automatically. Like it happened, the first, the first time it happened automatically was for a scheduled live stream. And I'm pretty sure it's because it had coronavirus in the title, right? I was talking about coronavirus canceling the Arnold. So it was like, pretty sure that's what it was. That's why it got demonetized. So I changed the title, and then I asked for a review. Demonetized based on the coronavirus. Demon- that's because you figure it'd be a public service it, to have as many uh, I, many coronavirus. I scheduled it like two hours in advance, and before there was even any content. So the only things that could affect it, whether it's demonetized or not, are the title and the thumbnail. The uh-huh. thumbnail was Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Predator. So mm. I don't know what that has to do with like you know maybe maybe because he had a gun in it. I don't know like whatever. The, the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger has been canceled lately, so right? that couldn't be that so either. The, and the title was Coronavirus Canceling Events. And it was like, okay, maybe saying the word coronavirus is something... Maybe that that could be. Maybe they don't want the uh, the alternative media discussing the coronavirus. They only want official sources. Official sources with words straight from the government Does or whatever. Fox is an official source. Fuck me, man. I don't know. Hope not. The, the Well, the other video that got demonetized was about Dubai. Really? Well, that's just because it's about Dubai. That's the thing. I Too don't understand sand. what what did. Well, there what is did coronavirus in Dubai. That's I talked true. about the new changes to like Dubai 2020. The CrossFit, uh, the Dubai CrossFit Championships in 2020 are going to look completely different than they were before. Hmm. Whole fucking different thing. Yeah, it seems really dumb. It makes no sense to to demonetize that. Oh, I thought you meant Dubai. Just, <laughs> just to get calibrated here, has any scale as needed podcast ever been not demonetized? <laughs> yes. Whoa. Oh, the vast majority of them have been monetized. And lately, that's terrifying. Like within the last, uh, within the last, over like, the several last months? like several episodes, uh, the only one that was demonetized was the one where I was shirtless. Really, and that I think is because so the I had nips nipples were too in the much? title. That's because I think okay. I had nipples in the title. And again, I was like, I changed the title, asked for review. Sunning review- your beehole make it as a monetized one. That one was fucking monetized. Do you know what I'm saying? Yo, that it was makes a no too. sense. That's a good one. It makes no sense. And here's the crazy part. So when you when it gets demonetized originally, it happens automatically. That's what I mean with like, oh, it happened before I even had any content. It was just a title and a thumbnail and a scheduled live show. When you go under review, ostensibly, it goes to a person who watches the content and tells you whether or not it it meets the advertising guidelines. Well, if it goes to a fucking person and they they review it and they say it doesn't meet your ad guidelines. Give me an explanation. Tell me fucking why. At least tell me, hey, at this moment, here's what you did. Not even you don't even need to be that specific. Just tell me between these minute marks, this, yeah. these timestamps is not appropriate. I'll fucking edit it out or something, yeah. or whatever. You know, what I mean? at least I know what not to do. Because right now, so far, it seems like my nipples are demonetized, Hell the yeah. coronavirus yeah. is demonetized, Death. and Dubai is demonetized, and Matt Fraser is demonetized. Well, he is mm-hmm. bald. So what the fuck? What what am I supposed to do? Everyone, by the way, suggests it's cursing. Watch any Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. Watch any comedian's 
podcast. Watch any show with like a talking head talking about shit. Well, how many of those are demon? They're all monetized. They're all monetized. Every one of them has like banner ads or skippable ads, and which is everything, which is the same type of ads that I run on my content. It makes no sense. And because there's no clarity, it just leaves me in the dark. And I'm like, well, I'm fucked. That's great. Really mm. appreciate because it that's the thing. It, it it's not just that those videos don't get don't make me any money, which it's like that's a kick in the dick because it takes a lot of time and effort to make mm-hmm. those things. Uh it's also that they get buried, so they no longer get recommended. So if they don't get recommended, most of my traffic, like 80% of my traffic comes from non-subscribers, which means that 80% of my traffic on YouTube comes from people who are like, oh, that is recommended to me. That's interesting. Let's see what that is. Like the title and the thumbnail catches them and then they watch you know, like two minutes of it and they're like, fuck this guy. I'm not subscribing. Right? Same. But yeah. either way, they watch two minutes of it. So, you know, if it's not being recommended, the like the channel itself starts falling apart. 40% of my videos in the past week have been demonetized. Yeah. No one is fucking seeing it. Looks like YouTube is no longer a tube for you. Looks like it's a tube for them. Nice. It's a tube for them. Hashtag them tube. Them tube. Them tube. Got to change the name or else... Gotta Honestly, you got to sue them for just not having the name accurate to what the product is. I think you got to start doing TikTok compilations. I have no... I honestly don't know what to do. I like... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep doing my content and we're, we have a ton of travel coming up. So most of it is going to be live stuff, which I really enjoy doing. But... If it's all if it all ends up being demonetized or like forty percent of it is demonetized, how I I physically cannot continue doing it. It's it's a really it's a really fucking weird problem. It's a really fucking weird problem. And I just I really wish that YouTube would be more clear about Yeah, you just need one person on the phone at some point there to give you some basic indication. And I get it, like my channel isn't it's like small. It's so small in the grand scheme of things, but you know, in terms of the effort I'm putting in, it's as if my channel is gigantic. Like I'm putting in a full time job's worth of fucking making content. So, you know, I'm getting none of that back from YouTube. I'm like getting no. There's no. There's no meeting halfway, and there's no. Mm-hmm. There's no way of contacting anyone there either. Even replying to the emails they send, the email gets kicked back to you. Because it's not a real, it's not, it's not real. It's, it's supposed Goodbye. to be it's meant. It's created to be a one way street. It's created to be them talking to you about what, what vague fucking actions they've taken, as opposed to you being able. There's no contact us. There's no like. I tried going to like the YouTube Twitter, like the YouTube the creators Twitter, and I was like, hey guys, what? Why am I demonetized? What's going on here? And it was like. Instead of them responding, I just got fucking laughed at. I got like trolled by my friends on Twitter. And I was you like, fuck blocked. you guys. You're not helping me. You got blocked and reported by a YouTube creator's account. So it, it's it's been it's been a really weird and frustrating like week. It's very strange. I've for mm-hmm. two years I've had no issues monetizing any of my content. And in three weeks, three major pieces of content got demonetized and two of those in the past three days. Yeah. Oh, so they're stepping it up in particular lately. Yeah. Because it's been the last few months, it's been pretty bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's really, really weird. 
It's really weird. Huh. I wonder, yeah, is it the matter of, it, does the coronavirus have something to do with it where they are super on the ball trying to protect themselves from legal liability, from bad advice being given about that or anything I don't, like that? I don't that? know how they would have any legal liability. They don't have legal liability at all for what's on there currently. Yeah. We also you know didn't mean? talk about coronavirus during the Matt Fraser interview. No, we didn't because it wasn't a thing. I mean, it was a thing in China, but... Sonny agrees. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Sonny's like, mm -hmm. let me translate that for you. It says, fuck you, YouTube. That's what Sonny's saying. I don't know if that's the best move. I'm pretty sure that's what he's saying. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It's not my words. It's Sonny's words. Lord and Savior YouTube. So your your next interview with a high-profile CrossFit athlete like Matt Frazier, or if you were to interview Matt Frazier again, how will you change the conversation so as to... Try to I don't even know how to answer that because they, I don't know what it was in that original conversation that got us demonetized. And that's the thing. Here's here's what's even more frustrating about it. Like Matt does a lot of content these days. Like he's made himself a lot more available, especially between events when he's not competing. And I've seen some of the things that he's been in over the past two months. Right. I don't I don't. Maybe it's maybe it's a little bit of overconfidence. Maybe it's my ego talking. That conversation is a thousand times more interesting than any other content he's done in the past couple months. It just is. It's just more interesting. He's more open. He talks about more interesting things. It's funnier. It's just a better interview. It was a slap. It was a really solid piece of content. We had a great time making it, and I think that showed in the end result. And yet, because it's demonetized and it's not being pushed to people, that's another... That's like... That's like a double slap in the face. Not only do I not make any money off of it, but something that should get 100,000 views, views. 200,000 views, only gets 15,000 views yeah, and just gets fucking buried. While other content with him in it that's awful, like mm. just really isn't up Terrible to snuff. Terrible sound quality. Is like, oh, here's here's 100,000 views for you. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll gargle your balls, too. Yeah, I'm wondering, yeah. is there a way to uh, re-edit the video slightly and repost it? Is there any any juice that could be gotten out of that? I don't know. I mean, YouTube has a, a lot of stringent rules in place with re-uploading any similar videos. Like, I've tried to do that with a couple of our old pieces of content that just, you know, when the channel was much smaller, didn't pop off because of that. But the end result has been always like, oh, this video exists. It's like, oh. So well, fuck we, me. Yeah, we couldn't do like a little snippet thing, like as if it was like a Rogan podcast and be like, Matt that, Fraser the snippets on thing this. might exist, but it's it might a lot of work for it not to work out. That's the thing. It's like I'd have to sit down and cut a 40 minute interview into six parts. Yeah, five, six, seven parts. And then thing. suddenly, what, each one of those gets demonetized? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe hey, if you cut it into six parts, maybe only three of them will get demonetized. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Facts. Maybe. That's I don't know. 50. That's it. That, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that could be a solution. I like where your head's at. Yeah, I mean that's that's take take all your long interview do do the Rogan thing, take your long interview, put it up there as a long interview, and take the same goddamn thing, make uh, ten clips out of it. You have to do ten because the the rule of numbers, mm-hmm. only one of those is going to be not demonetized. There we go. One I'm of them will just be Matt picking his nose, but that's you need that tenth video. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's uh, it sounds super shitty. Yeah, it's super annoying, but you know. That's why you really gotta you really gotta do Armin's OnlyFans, um, because that's where you're gonna get the behind the scenes of that Matt Fraser Quite video. Literally behind the scenes, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's wild. Let me just tell you that involves six six pairs of feet behind 
only Six four heads. heads. <laughs> only four heads. <laughs> yeah, so that's what you're in for. If you if you decide to sign up for that, link to the OnlyFans in the comments. No, section there's below. no OnlyFans. <laughs> there is an OnlyFans. I don't it's know. It's just a private snap. No. Um, I don't know, Armin. You're leaving money on the table there. OnlyFans. You don't know what they want to see. I those don't nips, know what they those nips see. are really special there. You could get some you could get some uh, real special fans and they're paying premium dollar for it. Also, there's no authenticity check through eBay. You can sell used underwear that you say it belongs to some other chick that is really just underwear that you bought at the store and sent to them. There's no authenticity check for any of these OnlyFans bullshit. You can take pictures off the internet and supply it to idiots that are paying. I'm just saying we're missing opportunities. That is actually my side business. That's how I'm going to make ends meet here. <laughs> oh, um, wait. I figured it out. Just start reposting Craig Ritchie videos as your own OnlyFans page. There, there we go. <laughs> that it's, might actually do it. It's his videos, except you shopped your face over top of everybody in the video. There we go. Mm-hmm. It's me talking to me when it's him talking to Rich or something. Or yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the end result of this is going to be. Uh, I don't know what it's going to look like. I know that my main source of income is YouTube, as sad and as as brutal as that is. But uh, obviously, that has to fucking change. Like, clearly, I need to figure something else out um, just for, like, diversifying what's going on. Because I can't just rely on YouTube's, like, you know, whims to decide how much money I'm making each month. It's a very scary way to exist, yeah. relying on social media. It's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's my, how my job title works. <laughs> <laughs> I get assessed on my intelligence level based off an algorithm I have no controls over. Yeah. That's super sick. And so I uh, I don't know what the best way of, of resolving it is. I have like the subscriber supporter thing. Um, and a lot of people have been jumping on that, which has been nice. But, you know, that's that's a whole different, you know, that's a whole different world. So, yeah, how would one jump on the subscriber supporter page if they were to do so? So that's armandhammer.tv slash support. You just like you put in your email address, you make a little account, and then you can figure out, you can support the channel directly. And then you get nudes once a month, every month. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like an OnlyFans, but... But a little more direct. But a little more, yeah. You're going, you know what I mean? You're going straight to the source. Uh, right, right, you know, right for the right for the tip. Yeah, I'd say money over a certain donation should get a little reward. Not something that requires money, spending money on your end, but that would be very valuable. Like, you know, a bespoke Polaroid of one of your nipples signed on the back with maybe a hair tape to it. A hair tape to it. <laughs> a nipple hair? Yeah, yeah. Or you, just you, any hair? You, you could crank... Pre, that. You know, no one will know. Everyone will hope it's a nipple hair, but really it could be from anywhere. It's the, hard to prove, more, hard to verify. Yeah, yeah, depending on how much... Depending on whether you're at like the $21 a month or the $3 a month, the location of the source of hair come, changes. Yeah, you think top dollar I'm, gets a mullet hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, man. Holy that, shit. That's, that, you, can, you can charge extra for you that. You can tell for by sure. the length. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you think that I'm insane here. <laughs> you you, oh, yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. It's all the same. <laughs> I'll be honest oh, with you. Yeah. You won't be able to. So we mentioned uh, smelling salts earlier, and I saw a very perplexing thing when I jumped onto the Arnold stream that was happening this week. Uh, before the Elephant Bar deadlift, uh, Thor was about to go for, I believe it was his first pull. I think his first pull was at 961 pounds. Correct. If I'm right. And Easy warm-up weight. Yeah, it's so funny because everybody else is like trying their asses off just to get close to that number for like their second pool, I think. And you just see Half Thor sitting there like, bitches. Uh, <laughs> but I saw a very perplexing thing. It was his coach, I believe it was his coach, with the smelling salts 
beside half thor the camera's on half thor you see the coach in the background and the coach takes off the cap of the smelling salts smells it himself what and he goes oh like he's just really you know he's getting hit with smelling salts and he gets hyped and then he hands it to half thor and i was like what is what is this is he checking to make sure they're potent is he just that hype and that's when i realized i i could never be in half thor's corner because i'm not i'm not willing to scream like they scream i don't know icelandic and uh, i'm not smelling salts for fun like i'm not (laughs) i can't be in your corner half thor the uh Eddie Hall did a really good video lately where he talked about his 1,000-pound deadlift and, uh, or his 1,100-pound uh, deadlift. deadlift yeah. Yeah, Thor is saying wow. that this year, saying in his interview after the Arnold, that he wants to go for the 501-kilogram deadlift. That's a, wa- that's a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. But, I don't know, it's, it's be the strongest man of all time. I mean, it's not a waste of time if he would have done it at Rogue because it was 101K up for fucking grabs. Well, actually, the, there's an event, uh, uh, I think it's called WUS, which is in uh, the... Middle East that's offering uh, over a hundred thousand dollars for uh, for th- or to break the record. So those those aren't waste of times. No, but no. if he's just trying to do it like Eddie Hall was trying to no, do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, Eddie got paid got paid a lot of money to to do that as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, but damn near killed. Him. It oh, did yeah. damn near kill. Damn near kill. But also, yeah, one interesting thing from the video is Eddie was talking about what mental space he had to get into in order to lift that. That in order to lift it, in order to lift that weight, which was above what he could lift, he knew that he had to get into a fight or flight adrenaline type response and so did uh, a lot of psychological preparation and hypnotism and stuff in order to basically convince himself in the moment that That when he's lifting the weights that when he's lifting the weight yeah that he's like lifting a car off his children or having to save his family's life or something like that had to convince himself emotionally that that was the case there's no big you know yelling no trainer taking smelling salts and yelling words of encouragement he actually had to basically hypnotize himself convince him this is a life or death emergency that he picked this up now in order to be prepared for that one moment where he could lift the weight and then successfully did so. So will Thor be able to go into that dark place or will he need to? Because it's just so fucking big now. He looks so goddamn big and strong these days. I would say that he, as a human being, is definitely built better than Eddie Hall to be able to do something like that. It's definitely within his like lifetime of capacity. For Eddie Hall, like it's just unreal because he's just like a smaller athlete. Like he was fucking huge at the time, but like Half Thor's what literally Half Thor's five literally inches the, taller, the to- like the biggest, the largest human being on the face of the planet. He's six nine, four hundred forty pounds. He is the largest human being on the planet. Yeah. If anyone's going to do I it, I don't too. know. I don't know. My six hundred pound life, folks, would disagree. Yeah, well, watching him pull Thor, the ten twenty abs show. So <laughs> watching him pull 1020, was it 1040, 1046? I thought, oh. was it 1026, 1040? It's one of those, but like watching that, like, I, I think it's reasonable that it's, it's definitely doable. Cause you gotta think that's in the middle of doing a whole bunch of other strongman shit. If that's all he's doing, he could definitely, he could yeah. definitely train for it and probably do it. I mean, it is, it is insane that, um, it's insane how strong, everyone has gotten like how big the deadlift has gotten over the past uh you know 10 years or so it's even crazier that you know how ha- uh eddie pulled 500 kilos two and a half years ago a little bit but like basically 2017 two and a half years ago um and no one's even fucking come close to touching it which is crazy that's infinity stone level of fucking power it's right there, crazy man. mm-hmm 
It is absolutely. And at that point, it was still, it was like 40 kilos more than the existing world record. He set the world record before, the lift before his 500 kilos also set the world record, and it was at like 465. Yeah, it was just a speed pull there. So world record. Uh-huh. It's, fu- it's wild. It is absolutely wild. I'm telling you, that psychological preparation might might have been the key there. That adds an additional percentage there to get every fucking muscle fire fibering. That said, fiber firing. That said, you know, you can make the, the beautiful thing about strongman is that it's not it's not equalized like powerlifting is. And so, you know, if Thor is you know, pulls it on an elephant bar versus a regular bar, you're like, Oh, what the fuck? Like it's different. Maybe this bar is easier, that bar is harder, that type thing. If Thor pulls it using normal straps instead of the figure eight straps, that's a whole nother question. It's like, oh wow, like do the figure eight straps because the figure eight straps right now are, are outlawed in in strongman. Like you don't get to use them hmm. because they're they're that much more effective. Wow. And those are the ones Eddie Hall used? Those are the ones Eddie Hall used. Eddie Hall also wore a deadlift suit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, the the elephant bar pole that uh um, just, 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 just did. had the girdle and a he, belt. He has a he, he's wearing a belt. He's not wearing a, a deadlift suit. So you know, there's there's a lot of questions. There's like there's so many different variations that like 500 kilos isn't necessarily the same as 500 kilos because of how many differences there are. And what that's going to do is set up just an infinite amount of argument, which is wonderful. It just gives everyone so much to talk about. It's great for the space. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, it's uh, I watched half Thor's uh, YouTube channel and he's been doing like real time vlogs while he's at the Arnold. And yesterday he had one posted. And the title was like awkward elevator scene with Eddie Hall. Yeah, I saw that. I watched the entire thing and literally the elevator scene was like maybe a minute long. If that. 50 seconds. If that. And it's just like half Thor's getting in the elevator to go down to like wherever they're having breakfast and Eddie Hall like randomly comes around the corner and it's just this really fucking tense and awkward uh, exchange where they didn't stop rolling the cameras and you could tell neither one of them's like on like half Thor's probably like in competition mode Eddie's like I got I don't I was not expecting a camera in my face so you get to see kind of like the real dynamic between the two and it was very much kind of like a yeah fuck you like still <laughs> really really yeah. like I don't huh. think they're cool like I feel like Eddie's cool with like Shaw uh fucking Robert Oberst of course um and anybody else really other than half Thor. Like he just doesn't he doesn't talk shit with that guy. And I don't know if it's like a language breakdown or if it's just because they are so close and competing when they are coming through. But uh it's <laughs> still it's, sore about how things went down that year Eddie won the world's strongest man. Is that the idea? I feel like Maybe. that might I feel like that might be it. I feel like half Thor doesn't like uh play play the game that Eddie Hall does and Eddie's like, fuck you. You giant motherfucker! Mm. <laughs> and it, it probably also hurt it probably because he, he probably knows that it's within Thor's capacity to be the guy that beats his deadlift. Mm-hmm, so he probably mm-hmm. is like, "That's my legacy, and you're gonna take it eventually." My legacy. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was. It's definitely worth uh, mm-hmm. skipping to the 30 minute mark in that fucking half yeah, hour I, long. Yeah, I watched that. I watched that video as well, and I, I was skipping like two minutes at a time. Yeah, and I almost missed almost it the missed first it. time. And, and it's like, also oh. it's also really shitty. Like uh, the lens, like they needed to clean the lens right before, and it was so blurry. And yeah, but whatever, it's on camera. Right. Either way, it I, I felt like it wasn't it wasn't uh, it got it got you know the thumbnail and title treatment for that video, and that video is actually about how much food he eats 
the morning of a competition <laughs> and a like lot. you know the day of another competition it doesn't it doesn't really have anything to do with it turns out yeah a goodly amount is he still sprinkling dextrose on his rice i did not see that um but i did see him when he had he's like eating breakfast and he has like this big ass breakfast in front of him like a normal size breakfast for us and and they're like he's like yeah i don't start for another few hours so i think i'll have another three breakfasts be- before then and i was like holy shit you're gigantic <laughs> yes dude half thor's half thor's youtube's pretty entertaining because he is like he just sounds like a child so much whenever he's talking or explaining stuff like he just sounds like a high school or college athlete he does not sound like an adult at at, at all like he just sounds innocent and funny that is that is true also i feel like sometimes like kiki Kiki served up, you know, like a normal sideline reporter question, which doesn't work in those situations. She was like, she was like, how is it to, you know, feel like you're ready to pull, you know, over a thousand pounds at at this competition? And Thor was like, it's my job. And I've been doing this at this level for 10 years. So I know, I know what it feels like to prepare for a competition. And it was like, all right, good talking to you, Thor. Thank yeah. you very much. And I was like, oh my God. Good <laughs> like, patter, good patter, good rapport. Like uh-huh. we're, we're working on it, but, but maybe the sideline reporting needs to be different from sport to sport. Cause I don't know if that, I don't know if that did it. You yeah. It mean? was like, whole, neither of them came off looking too super good. The whole road cast was, was strange with how they kept trying to like. Hey, we are really well known in the CrossFit space. Hey, CrossFitters, you like strongmen, right? Here's CrossFitters talking about strongmen, and like all all weekend, like the CrossFit people are like, "Yeah, these people are super fucking strong." <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was funny at uh, at the beginning. I think it was beginning of la- of uh, yester- of yesterday's broadcast. Uh, they had uh, Matt Fraser and Tia Claire Toomey up yeah. there uh, to be asked about uh, CrossFit, the CrossFit competition, and he was uh, asking. I believe the question was just asking to Tia. You know what is uh, uh what are the some of the high you know CrossFit season is high in competition or yeah you know, you know, CrossFit sanctional season is uh, right in the thick of it there what are some of the highlights that you've seen so far and she clearly didn't hear the question or confused it and she was like oh and they were picking up the stones yesterday that was insane they tried to pick up one of those and it was, no, it was like she didn't even hear the question because yeah, she, she was just thinking of strongman she well, wasn't well, even in CrossFit I was mode telling, I was telling Chase that guy Sam Farber that was the guy. If you don't remember, if you remember the uh, uh, Matt Fraser, don't ask me about Rich moment, that was the guy that asked him about Rich. Uh, you guys remember that from the CrossFit Games, you know, Matt had just won. Yeah. And yeah. he's like uh, being interviewed and uh, he just, I think he'd won two or three in a row, three in a row probably. It was the third. It was the I third believe. one. And uh, the interviewers, he look, he clearly looks at at uh at the interview and the interviewer is like well you know you've won three in a row and you know what that means for next year and matt looks at him and he goes please don't ask me about rich and he goes you're gonna be matching rich fronings four in a row mm. and it, it, you could see the disappointment and anger in matt's eyes for like hey man i literally just won the crossfit this games my and moment you're asking me about this other guy and his his work like what the fuck are you doing um yeah that was the same that was i'm pretty sure that was, that was the same guy who was doing the the hosting for rogue's broadcast rogue i think they do so many things exceptionally well like they really push the limits in terms of what media looks like in the space and they really do a great job of you know cataloging and talking about and documenting everything that's involved in like the strength world but they really need to they had they need to have a much better more open-minded approach to their commentary uh, right now all their commentary looks the same for every sport and that just is not going to work it just doesn't work. It's like when you get Stephen A. Smith talking about MMA. The dude just doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Mm-hmm. 
It's the same thing. It just you need to get people who are experts in the space. At the very least, at the very least, you need to get like really, really well-known experts in the space for the color commentary so that they can actually add something valuable. And they did a little bit of that, but it's just not enough. They need to reconsider their approach to the commentary and analysis. Yeah, and I don't know if it's like a capacity issue on their end, like they just don't have the resources to devote towards finding these people, but I feel like it'd be a really easy thing to do for strong Who wouldn't want to work with these guys? You know what I mean? Like, why why not have, you know, uh, Kale from starting Strongman or Robert Oberst like there as color commentary. Right. That would have been yep. hilarious. Whoever right. didn't qualify, absolutely. And, and Brian Shaw. Brian Shaw was uh, out through injury, yeah. I assume, have him. No, I think he's just prepping for World Strongest Man. Okay. Uh, I think, you know, if Kale's the first person that comes to mind, like he makes media in the Strongman space exclusively. He covers the sport. He knows all the athletes. He's competed in the sport. He understands what is going on. And yet, for some weird reason, he's not a part of he's not a part of the broadcast. Yeah. Like you're not even considering bringing him on board for, you know, color commentary with athletes that he knows and interacts with on a regular basis. He like he knows the ins and outs of their training and their their day to day lives and what they're trying to compete for and what the schedule of the season looks like and why someone's here and not here. Like, you know, he can really add something to the to the table when someone talks about a thousand pound deadlift and what that means. And or, like, yeah, even somebody that could jump into why like this pulling a 501 K uh, fucking deadlift at Arnold would be radically different than like Eddie Hall pouring, pull, pulling the 500. Like mm-hmm. would have been great to have that insight. But instead, all we had was like, you know, to get the plates off the ground, get the bar steady. And there it goes over and over. Yeah. For 1000 athletes. Yeah. 1,000 athletes. <laughs> that would be an obnoxious competition. Hmm. But there you go. Um, I don't know. The Arnold went well, I guess. Thor won. Yeah, Shocker. But uh, uh, did Martins take third or fourth? I think third. Nice. I, I'm not sure. He looked He looked kind of fucked up. Um, I, I, it looks like he still has that nerve damage injury that he had. But again, what well, do I know? Yeah, well, he was saying, no, he was saying, yeah, he was saying he had a hamstring issue heading mm-hmm. into the weekend there. Yeah. Um, by the way, speaking of MMA, you brought it up briefly. Uh, interesting meme worthy thing that happened last night, last night's UFC card. Did some chick get her face it. kicked in? Uh, pretty, well, almost. Uh, Joanna, uh, Joanna Jojacek, the whatever, I think I pronounced it kind of, sort of, in the neighborhood of right. Uh, fought uh, for the title against uh, someone, who, a Chinese gal whose name I won't even bother trying to pronounce. Wiley is her first name. Uh, but Johanna had a enormous, and it was a close fight, close fight, so back and forth, so it was not a domination. But uh, Johanna had a massive, massive lump and swelling on her forehead. Wait, that picture wasn't photoshopped? Not photoshopped. I also just not thought that's how she always looked. No, 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 no. It was a mat that keep kept growing until it encompassed her entire forehead and started taking up part of her eyebrow, such that you know we were talking about it, uh, talking about it at the table. It's like that looks like Eric Stoltz from Mask, and sure enough, <laughs> you're seeing you're seeing a lot of memes going on split screen. Huh. Is she Johanna. okay today? Um, I, she went to the hospital afterwards. I don't think it was serious. I think it's just a matter of just the fucking like hematoma. hematoma outside the skull. Yeah, yeah. It just. Big ass, just like the whole forehead there. Yeah, because I saw, like an I saw alien. a before and after picture, and you know she's really pretty, mm-hmm. and then suddenly she looks like 
An alien. She looks like yeah. the visitor alien. Yeah. And there's all sorts of slow-mo highlights of a punch landing right on the lump oh. on the head and it just rippling out from there. <laughs> so it's... Ow. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. I, I, saw, I think I saw a picture of a foot in her face. And like, it's like all <laughs> caved in and you see the lump. But I just thought that's how her head looked. I was like, man... <laughs> Fucking UFC, some weird looking people. Uh, no, no, she was she was coming in there looking better than ever. She uh, just broken up with her fiance, had breast implants, so she had a whole new a whole new look. Oh yeah, yeah. Believe it or that not, that I did not know. Yes, yes. Can't imagine how that helps you for UFC. That can't be a good idea. It helps you for life, Jason. There's <laughs> life outside of MMA. I've been t- trying to convince Armin. That's that's going to be the secret. Really turn the channel around. Really those get those nip and breast implants. Those OnlyFans kicking off. If I can just get some of these uh, dude implants, you know what I mean, Armin. Guaranteed, guaranteed, if you got breast implants, your income, one way or the other, would go up. It's worth it. It's worth it's it. It's a minor setback financially for long-term success. That's a good point. It's just an investment in my future. You just got to pray your body doesn't reject them. <laughs> Fuck. There's got to be a kink out there for hairy, mulleted men who have nice big woman's titties. That That has to be a particular kink out there. I've never encountered it, but... It's out there. Katie is in the hallway right now encouraging me to do this. No, I'm not. Which I'm sure <laughs> would go over very well. Really uh, change your guys' dynamic. Surgery is already scheduled, babe. Sorry. <laughs> I've, I've been convinced. Uh, I feel right. like that's a surgery she doesn't come to see you for recovery. Like no. you're just going to be posted up in the hospital. It'll be me. Can't wait for my wife to show up. It'll just be me and Cliff showing up with, like, McDonald's. Yeah. And he'll kick squeezing me out or what? (laughs) This is weird, but, yeah, let's do it. Let's see what happens. (laughs) Take these puppies for a ride. Let's see see how it feels for both of us. They got to be big enough to motorboat. That's the key. (laughs) Got to test run that. Luckily, both of you guys have gigantic skulls. So it's going to be, if if you guys can motorboat my titties, everyone can. And that's why we are demonetized. <laughs> uh, can't wait for the comments to be like, oh, complains about demonetization, talks about motorboating titties. Ugh. Yeah. They're yours. I'm You're not, right to talk yeah. about them. It's my body, my choice. Oh, so, don't, don't go there. You know. You, Katie, Katie just told me, you do you, sweetie. So there you go. There you go. That's, that's, uh, that's straight up. That's straight up encouragement it's for my weird wife. That she has a whole bunch of moving boxes. <laughs> Best wife ever, supporting her husband. Uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and call it. That was beautiful. That's a good way to end. Alrighty, uh, I am Cliff Bogart at Cliff Bogart on Instagram, the fattest Instagram account on the internet. That's right. Uh, I'm at Chase Five Hundred Four on Instagram. Uh, you can find our missing buddy Kyle at Mr. Kyle Bogart and uh, with his Los Angeles. Angelino expeditions going mm-hmm. on out there. Is it any longer the most sensual Instagram account on the internet? I don't think I don't it think is so. anymore. I think that was only an Austin yeah. thing. I think in LA yeah. that doesn't count anymore. It's that locality. Most, yeah, he's his Instagram account was like an Austin nine, but an LA four. Honestly, it's now the most high Instagram account on the internet. It's an Instagram account that's so high you'll get a contact high merely from scrolling through it. <laughs> I think that that is that is which what you cannot get. test positive for. So honestly, I would highly encourage it just for that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, and you can find me at Arm and Hammer TV. Thank you so much, everybody, for all your support. Really appreciate it. I know you probably couldn't see me this entire episode because we we're trying to figure out how to how to seat all three of us at this table right now. Um, but you know, until we figure it out, I guess it's going to be another couple weeks before we do an episode because next week I'm in. Montreal and the week after that I'm in Del Mar so sick, sick. 
We'll be with you in spirit in Del Mar. Not Montreal, though. We got shit to do. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Later.